We're here with Remy. Hi, friends. Thanks for being here with us. You're so welcome. Abandoning your booth to come chat with us for a quick second. It's right across the street. I would talk to anybody who asked me to, so I'm a cheap date. (laughs) Noted. So Remy has contributed an astrology article under the column Astro Babble for all three of our LQ publications. Remy, tell us just a little bit about Astro Babble. Um, well, like I said, astro- like, I like to talk. So, um, as- astrology right. is like a very relational, <laughs> a, a very relational, um, conversational, uh, communal, communal event. So the opportunity to have conversations like about my experience or just another person's like individual, like natal chart experience or even like what I do for the LQ, I try to talk about like what we're kind of sort of maybe all maybe going through together yet individually and like then I get to just continue to ramble about that on you know through articles and on my Instagram and everything that it feels like this way to like um, connect my community through something like maybe a little more philosophical than the average chat but I think that people like Alok V. Manon and such like they inspire me to just like really like think about like think about that stuff super deeply Um, and I think those conversations are cathartic and people like really really want that especially queer people who we haven't always had our voice so I don't know why not why not stir the pot I love it I love it so um why why astrology for you specifically I'm just curious what took you in that direction in your life yeah well Jesus wasn't working (laughs) So, no, no, you're no, cool. You tried the Jesus and the Jesus didn't work out. Jesus is cool. His friends are f-ing weird. So, anyways, long story short, it was just an opportunity for me to develop like a relationship with myself. If, ah. we're, if we're just simplifying it down yeah. to the core, you know. So, and, and, and astrology has, I don't know, there's a lot of different nuances to it in so many different ways that you could look at it um, from an outsider and an astrological perspective. But, I don't know. It's kind of just helps me make sense of what's going on. Yeah. So my mom bought me a book by Chani Nicholas. Yes. The and I've been reading it. Mm. Oh, you did the kiss, the chef's yes, kiss. Yes. You like chef's Chani. Ki- Chani is, yes. God's I'm glad work. it's been blessed. I will, I will, um, not feel How to weird, something. Cause I don't yeah. really, yeah. Um, you, you were born, born for, for this. this. Mm. We're just yes. plugging Chani now. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe no, she'll retweet us or something. We're, <laughs> we're plugging bird song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, like, and I wrote about this in the article a little bit. I tried to simplify this one, make it a little bit more meta, less just astro. And I said, like, you know, it's this opportunity for us to reflect, given tools that I don't think that a lot of the tools that we have just as people to, like, think about you know, being fucking conscious, they don't always like fit the queer experience. We don't have the language. Right. We don't have the acceptance for the, for the nuance and things like that. People get confused. They ask us to explain ourselves. So when an astrologer can look at something, maybe for another queer person and put these like words to an experience that might not be exactly how they feel it, but affirms them like that feels like such a powerful tool for keeping queer people alive let alone telling our stories let alone validating and empowering our stories to like just like we're so fucking cool and somebody should tell us you know and have the language and i think astrology is like a way that we can affirm our elder queers and and the baby queers and uh, i kind of like this stuff can you tell tell us (laughs) Um, I want to talk about elder queers because when you, when you mentioned that, um, in, we had a little conversation about this, what we wanted to talk about today. Um, and 
there aren't as many elder queers as maybe I would have liked to have as role models when I was a young little baby queer. And so I think part of what our whole goal and mission and what we're doing with the LQ and with our podcast is really about trying to fill that void a little bit Mm -hmm. like and not you know not trying to toot our own horns like we're the queer elders but like like we are like we're getting older we're the ones that have the chance to right yeah yes the dear queer like we we're the ones that have the yes we're the ones Mm -hmm. that have the tools to help kids that are younger than us or the generation of queers younger than us so yeah no their story is also precious right and something that i've like discovered like through like my obsession with this elder queer thing is like you know there have been so many people older folks just let's just simplify it like that who have lived lives that were different they didn't identify maybe as gay queer or or any of the wonderful words that we have to affirm our experiences nowadays but they lived life because it was, it felt authentic. It felt loving. It felt like it was a part of their human experience. And and so even these like silent leaderships that we've been able to see, like that's so important. And and as an astrologer, to be able to look to these people that maybe haven't been on the big screen that little kids have gotten to watch, you know, be exalted queer people like RuPaul or or, or you know maybe even a better example. Um, I can sit there and I can say the experience that you've had is wonderful, worthy amazing queer as fuck i can give them that affirmation and hopefully like let them know that there is worth that they've sown in just by being persistent and like choosing to be you know like sometimes just being alive as a queer person is hard let alone going out like in and presenting in whatever way you want to through clothing or community or whatever like i think there's a lot of queer stories that have existed for a long time and i think astrology is like a really nice way to be able to say like thank you and and tell people those elder queers like you did some really impressive work for us right now so you got through some shit (laughs) oh my god yeah i mean my mom's like a, a a lesbian woman who you know had me and other children and stuff like that but but like she's also like She's, she's bi and now knowing like having conversations you know more and more in the tw- 2022 there's this way for her to affirm an experience that just we didn't have like the respectful conversations the loving environments to be able to just like for someone like her to be able to explore like the nuances of just sexuality let alone like who she wants to be in the world you know and that's what the LQ and whatever else does yeah. it's just like this is real you're real and that's beautiful yes we're here so to validate nice. our communities and uplift each other and this yard cell every time we come here like it that's what this is like it's a it feels like a very queer space um and i don't feel uncomfortable like anybody that walks up any the the straightest looking mm-hmm. person that walks up and i'm like come on into our queer old booth that's yeah, what, and it, i feel like i can do that here and the it, coolest thing about queer exaltation is that straight folks or just people who feel like they're normal or have to fit into some societal like genre they get the opportunity to say you know what maybe i'm not sexually identifying with this queerness but like something about the freedom about the the will to be yourself like we're giving people an example of how to just be human not necessarily queer just like alive can I know your sun, moon, and rising sign? <laughs> I'm a Gemini sun. Can you tell? Oh, <laughs> never. <laughs> never. So many words per second. Um, and then uh, I'm a cap moon, and I'm a Sag 
rising. Interesting. Yeah, and I got Venus over there with my son, too, in Gemini. So I, I really do, I love to make friends and chat. And uh. Here we are, geez. And here we are making friends. Yeah, Yay. with the little Gemini buddy. Okay, <laughs> um, well, well, no, What's go your ahead. sun, moon rising? I am Pisces, Pisces of Libra. Okay, Gemini sun. You don't remember the others. It's my job. As it's your, your astrolog- job. You're my astrologer. <laughs> Speaking of, can you tell the people how they can hook up with you and... Yeah, we're here to promote you, so please, like, let us promote you. Tell us all about how to pay you, how to consult with you, and all the things. You guys are so awesome. Well, um, I am booked out for October, and November's going fast, but just Astro Babble, like, on Instagram, just A-S-T-R-O-B-A-B-B-L-E, and then... There's a link in my bio. You know the whole thing. The whole thing. But if you message but me, Instagram homie, is the main, yeah, the front door. Yeah, it's where I'm just got the organization right now. So gotcha. go ahead, hit me up on Instagram, and okay. I've got a calendar system. We can get you booked up, buddies. All right, awesome. Well, Thanks is there anything f- else you want to say? Not lived experience. Go be happy. You're doing great. The fight is by being joyful. So for this issue, we had four different um, local Ogden-ish mm. area tattoo artists interviewed by a queer couple who does photography and journalism. We are here with Connor Marshall. Hello. Yes. A tattoo hey. artist at Highline Tattoo. Yes. How did you find out about the LQ zine? Um, so... Whoop. So, Hold on to your hat. <laughs> Hold on. Um, I followed LQ for a very long time. I just love your guys' message. And um, my friend sent me a post when you guys were looking for, like, tattoo artists that were queer, POC, and also tattoo artists. And my friend was like, you reach Check. all... You're like, <laughs> you're, like, all of these. And I was like, okay, perfect. And then she was like, you should comment. And that's... What I did, I tried to put myself out there. And you were a little nervous about it. I was a little nervous about it. And here you are talking to us. I I don't know, I just get nervous about those types of things, you know? Yeah. It can be hard to put yourself out there, for sure. We do have some of your art in front of us. Well, I do, um, in front of me. Um, But can you describe your style of tattooing, like your style of art? Yeah, I really lean towards, like, a lot of contemporary, like, black work, but... I, like I said before, I love, love, like, doing all different types of styles. I think mm-hmm. it, it helps me, like, exercise my, like, artistic bone a little bit. And so, yeah, I just, I don't think I have one that I'm, like, specifically, like, super interested in because I have, like, interest in, like, a bunch of different ones. But you do color, you yeah. do grayscale, yeah. do lettering. Do yeah. you get into the lettering thing? Because I, I know lettering. some people love That's that. That's a popular one here in Utah. It like, is. a lot of people like just, like, the cute <laughs> little simple, like, <laughs> letters, which is okay. Um, but that one's, it helps me, like, exercise. I'm like, okay, cool. We it's can, very disciplined. Yes, it's a lot, like... <laughs> Yeah. It's a lot of font work and stuff. Yeah. And we talked about this before because this is take number two. Yes. So we're repeating ourselves to ourselves, <laughs> but not to you, dear you listener. You haven't heard us, dear listener. <laughs> I just was, I want to talk a little bit about your history and art and what brought you to tattooing. Yeah. So I think that's an interesting transition and I feel like I would be very afraid. Yeah. Um, your work looks great, Thank so you. no one should be afraid to go to you, but don't come to me for a tattoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> I um, I just always found this connection to art, and I think, and I was, like, really looking to do, like, graphic design, um, and then I had somebody tell me, like, oh, if you're, like, looking to do, like, 
art, what you want to what do. You wanna do. Like your the graphic design's not it. It's a little bit more like businessy marketing. Um, and then my friend, who's also a tattoo artist, was like, "Well, you should tattoo." Cause he would love it. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and she was like, do it. He would love it. And I, it's just stuck. And it's been like my absolute favorite thing on the planet. So is it the same friend that encouraged you to submit to the LQ? No, <laughs> that was a different friend. I have some good friends. You have a lot of good friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Though. Yeah, no. I love your space jam hat, by the way, Thank which you. I didn't get to say last yes. time. So yeah, I feel like it was meant to be for you to come back and yes. shout out your space jam hat. Thank you. I wear it every day to work. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Can you tell us where you, to find you on social medias and How like to where book? to look at your yeah. art? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do most of my stuff on Instagram, just all lowercase Connor Moo underscore art. Um, I do most of my booking on there too. I also have a website. It's just Connor Moon Artist. And I have a portfolio on there, and you can schedule through there if you don't have the gram. Yeah. The gram. The gram. <laughs> the gram. Yeah. I don't. So and the name of the studio it. you're at? The name of the studio is called Highline Tattoo, and you can just find them on Instagram. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing Thank your you skills guys. with us and coming to chat with us no. again. Yes, <laughs> yes, thanks, thanks for doing it. And you went and talked to Remy. Did he yes. uncover some deep, dark mysteries? Yeah, he kind of just. I'm super into astrology, so it was nice to have we like an too. outsider, <laughs> like kind of like tell me. He was. He told me a lot of good things. So good things. Like, yeah. Well, that's what you want to hear, right? Yes. He was like. <laughs> Save your, he also told me to save my money. Oh! <laughs> and I was like, okay, slay. Hey, so I've had a reading from him before, and he's always on point. Yeah. So save your money. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Oh yeah. Somebody told you, so now I'm you. I got to absolutely do it. <laughs> thank yeah. you again, Alrighty. Connor. Thank we really you appreciate so you. Thank you so much. Nice yes, nice to you. see you again. <laughs> and thanks for your to your family for waiting. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. <laughs> Now we're here with B Cologne. Well, is, that, is a is there a better way to say that? Am I No, no, you're you've got Cologne? it. You've nailed okay. it. Yeah. Right. Nailed it. <laughs> um we are doing this for the second time, which is fine. No, oh, it's okay. It'll be streamlined. Yeah. Um we have one of our favorite pieces of art from this edition of the LQ um and the artist here, B Cologne. Um, what is the title of the is Euphoria? Euphoria. Okay. Euphoria. I mean, it was. <laughs> I didn't know you if it was it. so You obvious. feel it looking yeah. at it. Like, it's like Euphoria is seeping off of that oh. piece. It's very inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm going to ask you to talk about it one more time. Yeah, no, no problem. No problem. Uh, so, my piece is centered around the idea of gender euphoria, uh, particularly for trans and gender nonconforming people. Uh, it's heavily inspired by Art Nouveau as well as Catholic religious imagery. Um, the main inspirations were the, particularly the Bernini statue, uh, the Ecstasy of Saint Teresa, which the original statue features uh, Saint Teresa, who essentially achieved sainthood by having visions. Um, she she had a vision where she was like pierced with an arrow by an angel which is what this particular statue is uh, but I I really enjoy the idea of taking Christian narratives and kind of sub subverting them um, I think there's power in taking something that has been used to hurt you and like making it your own queering it right? yeah yeah mm -hmm. um, Catholic but make it gay yeah. yes <laughs> I love it <laughs> um, so yeah it's it's meant to signify a singular person at different points in their life. Uh, so on the right, you have the person in the present 
who is currently experiencing essentially top surgery in the piece. Um, and the, the figure on the left is them in the future. And they are the ones doing top surgery on themselves, essentially. Um, because I wanted to represent that as a trans person, you have to save yourself. You know, your, your journey of self-discovery is your journey of, of saving yourself. Yeah, I totally get that immediately. It's very clear that, <laughs> to me, it's yeah. awesome and it's clarity. I think that... It's really touching, dude. Yeah. It really is. Like, it's a beautiful piece. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Where can we find your other artwork and... Uh, current projects yeah like current projects current stuff like, and where we can find you we want to uplift you yeah. we want people to know yeah. where they can buy your art where they can support you um and just kind of what you're working on right now yeah for sure uh you can find me on instagram my handle is tlc.artist or you can find me on etsy my shop is tlc art co um current projects i'm kind of shifting gears a little bit i'm, I'm already like planning projects for next year i'm shifting less from what I did this year which was like a lot of local market stuff and shifting more into like the comic con and like anime oh, convention cool. kind of circuit but I'm definitely still carrying over a lot of these like queer themes and also the same ideas of like taking traditional like classic art and modernizing it as well mm-hmm. um, so I'm, I'm actually working on a piece right now that is based off of another like classic sculpture it's based off of Michelangelo's Pieta um, which is a pretty famous statue depicting Mary holding Jesus as as he's like deceased. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Be cool. Wow. <laughs> I'm very interested to see what you're going to do with that Thank piece. Thank you. Yeah, wow. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Cool. Thank you so All much right. for. Thanks for doing Thank a retake. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks you guys are wonderful. Out in this- terrible weather. <laughs> no, thank you for being here. And thanks for doing what you do for our community. Like it's. We've, we want to validate you. Like Your work is amazing, and it really touched me. So thank oh, you. Well, thank you so much. I'm, like, honestly, I, I love the Ogden Arts community. I actually don't live around here. Uh, I live down in Utah County, so it's, like, a bit of a hike. You really Uh-oh. came up to <laughs> me. Thank you. No, it's, it's a bit of a hike, but you guys are so welcoming around here. And, like, so there's, there's a great energy in the Ogden Arts community, and it's, like, absolutely worth you know, coming oh, up here every time. That's awesome to hear. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not really an artist, so I don't, you know, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, but it's we cool. We know, we know so a lot of artists, you. though. <laughs> we know a lot of artists, too, though, and it's cool that it's like a different vibe, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's something I wouldn't know. But yeah. That's cool. For sure. yeah. Thanks for well, thank making you. Thank the you trip. again. She, can, she does the public speaking, so I'm going to just let her take the lead. Oh, okay. You'll just chime in here <laughs> yeah. and there. Okay. We yeah, can deal with that. Peanut gallery. It's all on you, dude. <laughs> this is my first yeah. podcast. Ready? <laughs> all right. You, have you guys met Alex uh, and Lindsay? No. no. Angelica and Jess. And Jess. Okay. So, Angelica, right? Yes. And then Jess. Yep. I'm Alex. Lindsay, how did you find the LQ? How did you come to be a featured artist pair in the LQ? So we came to find the LQ because we were actually writing a story about the launch of the second edition of the LQ for the newspaper. So they interviewed us. Yeah. I wrote the story and Jess took the photos for that story. And so that's how we found out about it. That's great. The photos in where? In, are we talking about? Ace. It was for Ace, right? Oh, Ace. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's very cool. Yeah. Shout out Ace. Shout out Ace. Yeah. And Lisa and I were like 
I don't mean this in a weird way at all, but we were totally like, oh, couple crush, they're so cute. Like, we have this other, like, <laughs> queer couple that is, like, doing badass queer work in Ogden. And so we, like, thought it would be really cool to ask them to do a feature that was, like, them working together because we work together on our project. And so that was kind of our angle of, like, we wanted to bring you guys in that way. So Yeah, that's how we feel about you guys, too. We're That's obsessed. what I was going to say. Too. <laughs> yeah. A couple crush? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Couple crush. <laughs> um, we're also a couple, and we, <laughs> our next question. Couple crushes now. Is, uh, yeah, we need to have like a whole hey, couple listen. crush here. Okay. This is a triple a day right now. Triple couple crush. <laughs> yeah. um, we just wanted to know how, how you work together for this piece and how working together is for you as a queer couple. Yeah, like how many fights do you get in or <laughs> is it like setting up a tent yeah, together? Yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> in, in queer terms, it's exactly like setting up a tent. Um, <laughs> no, I I think we work really well together. Um, we have a lot of similar like views, morals, um, and we kind of challenge each other, I think. So if she's, you know, written something and I, I review it, I can give her... Um, feedback and then you know vice versa if I take photos and there's something a little bit off she's like well why don't you try this and I think we have a pretty good dynamic um, as far as that goes do you guys work together a lot yeah we do a lot of stuff separately too though you know and so even in the realms where we're doing things separately we're kind of each other's go-to's for honest feedback and I think that that's what works so great is that we're really honest with each other Um, we're kind of making it sound I think though that we're like those were horrible, you know, but that <laughs> I only cry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, like most of the time there's no bad feedback to give with her photos. I don't think I think she takes. I just want to I sorry, I want to rewind and just let everybody know that um you guys did the tattoo artist spotlights, so like photography and the articles that went with those and the graphic design the which graphic we design. were so stoked that you guys sent those already formatted it saved us so much time so thank <laughs> you so much yeah. do you have anything to say about that editor <laughs> two thumbs up <laughs> 10 out of 10 i'm glad you liked it <laughs> is there anything that you want to talk about um just in terms of being like queer artists that don't put out like at least in this edition, like, it's not, like, art that you're putting out. It's photography, like, of other tattoo artists in work and, like... Yeah, I would love to speak on that because I've kind of built my whole career around that idea. I have always been a creative person myself, but even more than I love to create, I love to encourage other people to create and to, you know, celebrate other people's creations. And so journalism and writing has been really great that I love to highlight other artists and the things that they're doing and I also just love tattoos so you like being behind the camera a little bit behind the scenes yeah Yeah. exactly I always kind of said that I wanted to build a platform simply so that I could bring other people onto it yeah no I agree um I was telling her not too long ago um so I just moved here about a year and a half ago from a super like queer liberal arts town and to find something that kind of feels at home you know in a new place is is just awesome so shout out LQ <laughs> what's your queer liberal arts town that you came from so I'm from a place called Frederick Maryland um, okay but it's it's really close to Baltimore which is like huge art scene huge queer spaces like 
So it's it was a little bit of a, a culture shock, I would yeah. say, coming out here. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's nice to find that same community out here that I had back there. So I want to touch on that a little bit. Um, what do you guys, how do you guys feel, especially where you have experience from a liberal arts town? And, like, I think that Ogden has that vibe. Yeah. But it, it's probably on a smaller scale. Like, how do you feel coming here from somewhere else? Like, does this queer scene make you feel supported? Where, what areas could it be better? What what works and what doesn't kind of is that? Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely a smaller scale than what I came from. Um, however, there's, you kind of have to look for it um, because there is a lot of queer um, safe spaces and stuff like that. Um, so, I don't know. It's... It's different. And you kind of have to seek it out. Yeah, and I was kind of having this realization because I, I got laid off not too long ago. And I'm searching for a job that's either, you know, queer or, you know, female-owned or, you know, something like that. I'm searching for it when I realize that I can create that through my photography. Oh, I love that yeah. so much, dude. I love that answer. Yeah, and that's kind of like what I'm gunning for now is just becoming that, like, you know, safe space for like queer person of color, like that kind of, um, you know, representation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I just want to be that photographer. That's a space for, you know, just become that space that I want to create for, for other people. That speaks to me so much because I mean, that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Like this, with our podcast and with our zine and and with my record shop too like it's like okay can I just move out of this stupid ass red state and go somewhere where I feel at home or am I gonna carve out a space in my home for myself and and you know like and I've been a person that I have a hard time working for someone else you know like I was like I need to do my own thing that's just the way it goes but it's also about like making and taking up space and making the community that we want here if it doesn't already exist in the way that we picture it yeah no for sure and I feel like those communities already exist outside of here um and it's kind of our our job our privilege to create those spaces for people that don't have them I love that can you talk about where we can find you online and any of your like social medias or websites or yeah. any fun things? You're hype doing? the shit out of your current projects and your hashtags we and handles so that moment. we can we want to bring business to you guys. Like that's the whole purpose of this is to uplift the people that uplift us. So thank you for giving us the space to talk about our projects too. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so yeah, I'm Ogden City Poet Laureate, and so you can so find. So badass, dude! Congratulations. Cool. Thank you. Back up. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, how did that happen? Yeah, so Ogden City Poet yes. Laureate. Yes. So I funny thing about this is I actually applied last term also, but I knew I wasn't ready for it yet. I was just kind of applying for it because I'm like. I think I was manifesting it. You okay. know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the feel for it. What is it? What's it like to apply for it? Whatever. Um, and then I worked my ass off and gained as much experience as I possibly could, and was like, I'm gonna apply for this again when it opens up. So when it opened up, I applied for it, and now here I am, which is really cool. Basically, I'm just responsible for promoting literary arts all over the city of Ogden. It's a city-appointed position, so. That's been awesome. 
Um, How long does the term last? Yes. Like, yeah. So it's, give us the logistics. Yeah. The logistics. Okay. <laughs> so it's two years, but with the option of a second term. So I could be in the position for four years if I choose to. That's who so chooses? Cool. Who chooses the poet? So the Ogden City Arts Committee there's has to take person, a vote. There's a, whole vote. there's a committee, there's and then the mayor has to approve it too. <laughs> okay, the so the mayor so has to. Badass, dude. That's yeah, really thank you. Cool. Yeah, That's way cool. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank you. So yeah, tell us your handles, what your current projects are with that, associated with that or not. Sure. Yeah, so all of my social media handles are under signed AB, so it's like signed my initials. That's how I close out my emails and everything. So um, those are my Facebook, my Instagram is all under that. And I post tons of events and things going on in the community, not just my own projects too. I want to be a place that people can go on social media to find anything that's going on in Ogden and all the cool arts and culture and creative events. Or maybe help with poetry. Yeah, yeah, please reach like, out to me. Send you a poem. Be like, Does this suck? <laughs> You'd be surprised. I actually get those messages all really? the time. Really? Yeah, people wow. message me all the time for feedback. And I love that. Um, most of my career has actually been in, I go and visit schools. And then I'll take over for the teacher for their poetry section and teach their students oh, all about yeah. poetry. And, and I've been doing that for a little over eight years now. So, so cool. my heart so is in like you know, that kind of space where I want to get everybody to try poetry because I think it's so incredible. I'm doing lots of community projects, running lots of events. Uh, I partner up with the Ogdenite a lot, Deanne. I want to hear your, I want all your handles though, too. Like I want all your handles for your photography and all the things too. Like we, we got to hype you both up, so. Um, so I, I used to have a website, but that costs money. Yeah, um, a lot, hosting so, fees. Yeah, and so right now um, my primary like social that I use for photography is my Instagram, which is just my first and last name. So it's just not photography. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I post most of my stuff. Um, same thing. And book on through there, people can book you yeah. for sessions through your Instagram. Yeah. So just shooting me a DM. Um, I also have Facebook. If you're not like Instagram savvy, or you know, if you're over <laughs> 55 yeah. years old, we have Facebook. <laughs> Love you, bird song. <laughs> She's actually real good with Instagram. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just those are kind of the two that I use. Um, She's saying that she uses Facebook, but I am on her all no. the time. Like, literally, all you have to do on Instagram is click the button that says auto share to Facebook. And, then and she just won't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, okay? <laughs> yeah, metaverse. Are you so asking easy. me? Yeah, the metaverse. Don't even. I'm I will not spiral. Asking okay. Alex <laughs> right here, yeah. Talk about the metaverse. <laughs> you okay. won't okay. find Alex on social media. Yeah. She's a ghost. I get it, though. Social media is really hard. It's just, it yeah, you don't have it's it. hard to maintain a presence online and in person. I'm like socialed out all the time. Yes. yes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, <laughs> Me too. I'm just so hanging much. on by strings right now. I love it so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, we have the Poet Laureate of Ogden City and the photographer of all the weddings and all the... Not, all the maybe not the weddings. Okay. I'll, do, the I'll do weddings. Things. I'll do them. I'll, She'll do weddings. Queer weddings. She'll queer also weddings. do <laughs> queer anything. So yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys so much. And for your, for all your hard work on the zine and 
the pictures, the article, like it was all beautiful. We really appreciate you guys so much. Hell yeah. Thank you for letting us do it. We also made new friends out of that. So Yay. we're really excited about so that. Yeah. I'm so happy about that. Well, and did you get your picture taken yet? Yeah, Lisa's going to want to take your picture right. if you're up for it. But in you don't the fog. have to. It's in only the fog. If, only if you want. Yeah, that's okay. We can put fog around. Yeah, fog. Yeah. Do you like fog? Fog-ed we have a fog machine. Fog-ed we need to be in fog, Jessica. <laughs> it's we're spooky look so season, cool. okay? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're trying to going be hunting in the fog, okay? <laughs> what am I? I'm being hunted. Yeah. You're in being hunted yeah. in the fog. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Tosa Lavender Podcast. Welcome, Christina Ray. Yes. Um... Can you talk about how you found yourself to be in the LQ edition three and how you came found out about it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, uh, I mean, the LQ is amazing. I just have to say that up front. I found the zine. I think the first time I saw it was at the Monarch, but I know I've also seen you all here. You have a great presence at the art sale and I was just, I love it. I've read it cover to cover, both of the, the first and the second one and shared it with my friends and we all write and so i thought okay i also saw an ad just outside of grounds for coffee on 25th street i love to hear that my ads are working (laughs) makes me so happy yep and i thought oh that's me i can do that and it's paid which is like impossible to find most of the time so that was really cool because as like a young artist i i don't know there's not that many opportunities like this and to speak to a community that like means a lot to me so Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate that a lot. That's, I mean, that really is what we're going for. We gotta, we gotta back people financially. Like we, that is how we can uplift people. They, people need to be paid for their time and talent. And so, really, we appreciate your contribution a lot. Yeah, this isn't an exposure only situation. No, yeah, that doesn't <laughs> work. You can't, you can't pay your rent with exposure. No, you can't. Could you talk about what inspired your piece? Sure, yeah, absolutely. So I started writing this piece um, when I was at school at Weber State University. Um, I just graduated this spring, so I'm really proud of that. But at the time, things were tough. And I just had this really bad, like, negative self-talk going on. It was a constant script in the back of my head. And it's happened, like, on and off throughout my life. I don't know why. But I just kept tearing myself down and saying like, you're not good enough, You people don't aren't gonna love you if you're not a certain way. And um, it was tough, it was really hard. And I knew it was wrong because I couldn't talk to anybody about it. So I knew that like, if I did say, okay, this is what's going on, I'm not feeling great. Um, maybe I would get help, but maybe I wouldn't. So I was just kind of trying to figure out ways to, to get rid of this voice in my head, which was really just myself. And, um, Then I saw that Beverly Cleary passed away, and she was a phenomenal writer. She wrote a bunch of children's stories that were really pivotal. I think they changed a lot of kids' lives for the better. What's some of the common Beverly Cleary that people might know? Well, I mentioned Ramona in my poem. Ramona Quimby was one of her, like, title characters. She got into tons of trouble, which I love, and she wasn't afraid to be herself, and she was just really brave. And that so that was, was the catalyst. Yeah. Beverly Cleary. Yeah, that was what made me think like, okay, I need to sit down and write this out and try and work my way through it that way. Because 
the other things that I was trying to do weren't working. Like I was thinking about um, like editing images of myself and my friends to make myself feel like I looked better. Mm-hmm. And I also saw in the news that in Norway, kids aren't, they were, a lot of people were putting filters on their photos or altering their photos to make them look different. And the government actually passed a law saying, don't do that anymore unless you identify it with the photo when you post it. And that it um, was altered yeah. by a filter. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting too. But the best thing I think about this poem and like the reason why I'm so happy it's in the LQ is because every time I've had a chance to read it to my friends or in public, it brings me this sense of relief and I feel like it's okay to express how I felt. It's not how I'm feeling right now. I'm in a much better space mentally and um, it's okay because I deserve love and I love myself and... I think people should be able to see that, like, you can go through that process and come out of it okay. Yeah. It's such a nice, like, message for somebody on the outside to hear, you know what I mean? Um, I, we were all hoping that you would read your poem. Oh, sure. Um, I know it's really windy. (laughs) Um, So... We're going to get the best we can. It's it's full of emotion. Just, like, talk loud and um, if you don't mind... I'm going to try not to let the book, like, fly away. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think I have this one memorized, actually. Okay. um, But I'm going to read it from this. Okay. uh, Okay. Just to make sure I get it right. Okay, so this is the poem. It's called, Did Beverly Cleary Botox and Other Queries? (laughs) I have no complaints about this time in my life. Beverly Cleary on her 100th birthday. I gnash coffee beans. Bitter earth blanketed in chocolate. Precious antioxidants. Lifeblood of youth. I then bleach my teeth, sunbeam white, porous, so white it hurts to kiss. Photo degradation is all the rage now. I hold the camera lens up high, my tilted halo capturing our glory days. I then apply strata of filters to every portrait, wash away my fine laugh lines, panning for silt and dumping flecks of gold. Photo alteration is illegal in Norway now. Beverly Cleary, beloved children's author, died at 104. And I stay up nights wondering, did Beverly Cleary Botox? Did she curse every puffy vein on the back of her hand? Would Ramona choke her guts in cellophane? How long should I work to love my body before I can just let it happen? That is really nice. Thank you, dude. Yeah, snap. Snap, snap, snap. I can finally snap again. (laughs) I I just had a broken right wrist and I couldn't snap because my left hand snap is just so weak. So (laughs) you got to work on that left hand snap. Are you you left handed? No. I'm I'm left handed, so I thought it would be like really good, but this one. Yeah. So So we did a fundraiser a couple weeks ago and we did a coming out supper where people shared their coming out stories and then we did an open mic and Christina Ray said this amazing poem then too which was really awesome to hear it live but I loved how everyone was like snapping at different parts (laughs) like during the poetry all night like is that a thing in poetry culture yeah it is and it's so cool I feel like I've gotten to like really see a lot more of poetry culture um here in Ogden um because we had that event and then there was another event uh previous to that which was the um speak easy poetry event at unspoken and like 
it's so cool just to see people doing that and supporting each other. It's like whenever you're like really vibing or you're really feeling it and like it's speaking to your soul, you know, people are just snapping and like being really supportive. And that's, and that's like, cool. like what is, is that's just like, hey, Basically I love this. Applause, like, right? yeah, kind of applause without like interrupting. Yeah. A quiet applause, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that. it's really cool. Yeah. I think it's been going on forever. I feel like Beat Poets totally did that kind of stuff back in the day. Um, we just talked to Ogden City's poet laureate. Angelica. Oh, I love Angelica. She's so awesome. She's we around here, I think. So. Yeah, she's she's around her, today somewhere for sure. We just talked to her just a couple minutes ago. Yeah. We should have just had y'all on at the same I know, time. All at the same time. <laughs> Maybe right? you guys could have just like wrapped. Right. I don't know if I'm ready for that. She she's the skilled one. I would just be doing like the beatbox in the background. <laughs> so there's a book that I think Beverly Cleary wrote that's called Runaway Ralph. Oh. I don't know if you know about this book, but it's a little mouse and he gets on a motorcycle. It used to be my favorite book and I just donated it to the library. Just recently? Yeah, like two weeks ago, something yeah. like that. Yeah. We donated a bunch of like kids, like my kids books and like young adult novels. And I, I remember there was some like... I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Well, and... You had submitted a couple of pieces, right? Yeah. And so Lisa and I looked over all your pieces, and it's probably, we're probably a very similar age, but Beverly Clary, did Beverly Clary use Botox and other queries? <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, <laughs> that so is good. the one. Yes. I like the title. It's great. It was like an immediate yes for me, and I love that you submitted like a handful of different, and I, there was actually another one that I was going to choose, just that I connected with, and then I read this one, and I was like, nope, That's it's this one. one, it's this one. Yes, yes. We well, I won't say no to a future. <laughs> yeah. yep. Let me know. Yes. Yes. Keep yes. applying, keep submitting, yes, please. Well, and I feel like right now is a great time to write. Like I, like I said, I was having some mental health issues before, and now I'm getting treatment for that, which is awesome. Yeah, that and is awesome, and to be open about yeah. That is awesome too. I think so. I think so because there's just like there's been so much stigma about it, but it makes things better. It it makes me feel more myself and like more connected to who I am, mm-hmm. and um, because of that, I've been able to write better, and I'm writing more. And next month is National Novel Writing Month. I don't know if you guys have heard of that before, no. but like. Basically, you get challenged to write 50,000 words in a month, which wow. is the, I guess, one of the comp stories would be like Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. Okay. Okay. And so, I don't know. I've done it once. I don't, I've never like published any of the things that I wrote during NaNoWriMo, but I would love to write some poetry and short stories during that month. So that's my goal this year. Oh, yeah. That's, that's really cool. cool. I think that'd be very cool. I don't know that I could do that. <laughs> I don't even know what I could write that much about. Maybe the dogs? Yeah, our dogs. Oh. You could write 50,000 words about our dogs. <laughs> I would read it. Yeah. I would read all of that. <laughs> so much. Oh, well, we've got six between, between us. Between yeah. Us here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we have to show dog photos after this. Yes, okay. we, oh. would love, we would love to show dog photos. I don't have any dog photos. Okay, before we get to that. Can you please talk about your social medias? Oh, yeah, your, sure. Where we can find any of your, where like... Where you'll be next? What yeah. you're doing next? Presence? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I actually run a local writing group here in Ogden. It's called the Wasatch Writers Fellowship, like Fellowship of the Rings. Um, and we started, like, years ago, and it's, it's pretty big, but I, I'm always trying to welcome people out to that. So we meet on Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. at... 
Grounds for Coffee on 25th Street in Ogden. And we're going to be having an event. Uh, we're teaming up with the Happy Magpie. Oh, we love them. I know, We love too. Patrick. Yeah. So um, Wednesday, we'll be there from 6 to 8 p.m. I don't know how, like, that's probably... This is probably coming out after this Wednesday. So probably, we're going to yeah. try to bring it out at Halloween. So. Oh, okay. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, I but love we'd love to share the yeah, flyers and stuff on our social oh, media okay. handles. So please send them to us because yeah. we'll make sure to share them out for you guys too. And then I think we're going to try and do a bunch of stuff for like NaNoWriMo. Like get writers together. Get people who like even just are interested in sharing something. Um, we have like fiction and nonfiction writers in the group. It's super open. It's free to the public. Um, very accepting group. And then also, if you want to find me specifically, um, you can find my work at, like, I actually have a lot of my work, links to my work, um, printed works, and I have a whole reading list of, like, the books that I, I recommend for this year um, on my webpage, which is just my name. My middle name is Ray. It's spelled R-E, like the musical note, Ray, A Drop of Golden Sun. I so my webpage is christinarayanderson.com. And then on Instagram, it's christina.ray.writes. And I put a lot of information on there. But yeah, I'm always happy to do events with people here in Ogden and Weber and Davis County. Like, I absolutely love being a part of this scene. That's cool. We love having thank you. you. Yeah, Thanks thank for you so coming much. out in the weather and yeah. getting to know us and it's it's been really fun even though it's been a little chilly yeah it's been i feel like it makes it better honestly yeah it's you gotta like fall vibes vibes. (laughs) (laughs) i love fall this is the best time i feel like i'm glad it's not raining right now yeah (laughs) i get to wear a hoodie and a hat and feel really comfortable in them so not too warm yeah yeah well Well, cheers thank you thank you so much much. we really appreciate it thank Thank you. you thank you all right are you getting pictures Fog. Gotta have foggy picture. Yeehaw. Okay. We're going. We're talking to Colt. You like Colt 44? Um, Colt, Colt 44. Either one works for me. I mean, I got your full name. I told, I was was told Colt 44. Yeah. uh, That works out just fine. All right. Cool. So the first question we've been asking everybody. Uh Uh-huh is how did you find the LQ, like why the LQ, you know, sort of that's journey of like getting where we are today. Um, So I've been doing art for a minute and really it's just been me showing my fiance a ton of stuff. And uh, out of the blue one day, um, my fiance sent me a link and said, hey, you should definitely submit a piece. Like I think it would be good for you. And so I submitted a piece and that's kind of, where I'm at now. So yeah. Your fiance sent <laughs> mm-hmm. you a link and was like, "Hey." Yeah. My uh my fiance tends to have a to have his finger on the pulse with most like local queer stuff. And so he was like, "Hey, this just came up. You should you should submit Definitely a piece." Definitely do and, it. Yeah. So, are you from Ogden? Yeah, I've actually lived in Ogden for the last 4 or 5 years. Um and before that, I was in Morgan. Oh, so not too far. Yeah, so not too far at all. Big city now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have uh, some cousins that are from Morgan. I used to, like, do really rebellious mm-hmm. kid things in Morgan. <laughs> that is like, ride the- four-wheelers <laughs> and yeah. shoot BB guns and things like that. That is because that is the 
only thing to do in Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm not trying to say that, but I will say that it was very fun. It is. Yes. I mean, I probably shot at things I should not have wow. shot BBs at. I think we all have. <laughs> <laughs> once you once you have the power mm-hmm. of the BB gun, you just start to shoot at everything. It, straight to the head. Yeah. It goes, it goes straight, straight to your head. <laughs> it does. Um, I got oh run over God. by a four-wheeler in Morgan as well. Oh, my God. Well. Okay, honey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Mo- Morgan connection. Yeah. Um, I love the premise mm-hmm. of your piece, and I was just hoping that you could talk about the inspiration in terms of the the advertising from days of old, because I think that's very interesting, and... Something that maybe people mm-hmm. notice, but they don't realize they're noticing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the inspiration, it, uh, it's actually a series of art pieces. So that's one in a collection. Um, it all started, I was at therapy one day and my, and my therapist was like, hey, you have this stuff that's like pent up and built up. And a lot of it comes from a place of like how you perceive masculinity and and you just kind of ask, like, where'd you get it from? How can you work with that? And then I was like, that is, those are some really good questions. Let me get back to you on that. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. spend some time with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially with questions like those, it's definitely things you need time with. Um, so a lot of this series and collections of art pieces uh, came from a place of just art therapy and healing through the work itself. Um, I kind of started with where did I, where did I think like the peak of mask, like masculinity, that concept, uh, came from. And I was like, oh, easy, old advertising, cigarette commercials, cigarette commercials, old advertising from the forties, sixties, you know, yeah, the ones where it's the dude telling the wife, wow, you caught soup on fire. Like, (laughs) wow, that's like. It is. Kind of heavy, dude, but oh. like. <laughs> yeah, and so I. This. Mm-hmm. The chain and the yeah. hairy chest with the open buttons. Right? I feel like that's just. And the like chain that says macho. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and so. Um, well, once I got that idea in my head of like, oh, old advertisements, it's kind of where. I feel it started like a lot of the advertising of what a man should be of that idea just mostly starts with advertising like a ton of other things. Yeah. Um, And so I just started scrolling through these and while scrolling through them, I was like, these are kind of (laughs) gay. Like these are like pretty gay. The way that it's so hyper masculine, but also hyper masculine with hyper masculine and then there's like there's a, a lo- softness too yeah there's like a little bit of a softness um there's also I, just it's on the tip of my tongue no tongue i know what you it. mean it's that's why i said that to right? begin with i'm like people don't realize i don't think that yeah. that's what they're seeing but mm-hmm. there is totally and there's i think the big thing for me is that there's like an incredible amount of physical contact in a lot of these ads between these two hyper-masculine things. I'm like, wow, this is just like professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Did you, 
You got into that a little bit. Oh, yeah, I was into wrestling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yep. I didn't get into the wrestling. But I loved it. Like, I, um, I watched it every Thursday night, mm-hmm. and I would make sure that I was off work every Thursday night <laughs> so that I could watch wrestling. Mood. And I would, like, go buy snacks for myself and, it's like, shut the bedroom door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And that was before you could drink. Oh, yeah. I was oh. drinking, like, Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sugar. Yep. You're like, give me some sugar and Sugar snacks. and hot Cheetos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I, I get it. I'm glad that you found that and, like, resurrected it in a mm. new way. And I thought it was great. Love it. Thanks. Um, so, like, to kind of close it out, we've been mm-hmm. keeping them a little short. We could probably sit here all day, honestly. <laughs> and that's what, like, yeah. we've done that it's before. Fun the yard, so it's fun to oh, chat. It's fun to chat. 100%. <laughs> but um, I just want to give you some space to talk about your style, where people can find you, interact with you, like, what. Just Support your art in yeah, Ogden. We just, we just want you to hype you however you want to do that. Okay. Um... No pressure. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, wow, free space. Um, <laughs> no. You're like, I'm the best artist in Utah. <laughs> I'm the best. Uh, that's all you need. No. Um, so uh, the big things I kind of have going on at the moment um, is I've been working a little bit harder to finish this series. Um, I've posted a couple of the pieces on my Instagram. That one's at, I think it's like class act. I think it's like class act underscore art. Um, and then on the side, when I get the free time to do so, I also do drag in my free time. And so um, you can usually re- reach me there a little bit easier. Uh, where can with- we see you? Oh, yeah, where do you perform? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I get the chances to perform, I'm usually at Waikiki in Salt Lake City. Um, every now and then I'll do events for, oh, I think it's Queer the Archives. Queer State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we love, love that. Yeah. Um, the drag brunch? No? I'm not doing the drag okay. the brunch. The story hour? But I am doing the story Hell hour. Yes, okay. the story hour. I think that's cool. what I Okay, that, yeah. I, it's all coming together because I'm mm-hmm. like, you look super familiar and I, you're on, your face is on the flyer. So yeah. I, I got it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. so I'm doing the story hour uh, for Queering the Archives. What um, is that? It's the 29th? Yeah, the 29th. Right? Oh, yeah, shit. 29th. Maybe we got to move this up. We got to get it out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Before the 29th would be good. <laughs> we were targeting Halloween, but maybe we can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, early. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, for now, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I haven't done a ton to bolster my art. Can Can you tell us um, your drag name? Of course. It's Ava Ridge Height. No. Yeah. I love uh, it. Uh, Ava. Yeah, it's great because it's a pun name, but it's a pun name that takes people forever to figure out, and it's the best. I haven't figured it out yet. Average height. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You I know like what? It. <laughs> average is fine. Oh, it's it's completely average. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming out today, especially. In this weather, I love how this community shows up, no matter what. Thank so you thank so you for much here. for coming. No, dude. I'm more. So I was awesome. more than happy to. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, yes. I appreciate it. Now it's picture time. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. Yes. perfect. Yes.
No, absolutely. Cool. Lisa will grab. Okay, we're good to go. So um, we're, we're here, here with Elliot. Yes. Hello. And Elliot did the photography for our cover of LQ issue three. Let's talk about um, first how you found the LQ. Yeah. Um, Wild Meraki owner was like, hey, you're queer and you do art. Here's this thing that's really cool. You should submit your art. So, yeah, that's how I found it. I love that. My friend cool. Robin is in a studio with her. Mm-hmm. We, we all know Robin. Hope and Evolution Flowers. Hope and Evolution, and the new building that's called Fiction. Fiction. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. wait, who's your friend? Um, Carly. That's, that's the LQ reference. reference? Yes. Okay. She was a good referral. Cheers to Carly. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Carly. <laughs> Shout out, Carly. Okay, so tell us about your piece. Um, kind of what the technique is. Yeah, let's start with that. Like okay. the technique and the style and what kind of photo it is and who it is. So basically, all you got to do is you take two photos, make one transparent, and then you change the colors. So... And the, if you get 3D glasses, that's when the, the cool stuff happens. We had so. a bunch of people asking us yeah. on Saturday where the 3D glasses were, and I was like, "I'm oh. sorry, I'm I think so sorry." They blew away. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, we had fault. them. We had them. We them. Yeah. yeah, we were totally on it. Yes, they blew away, yeah. right into the wind. Mm-hmm. Just go that way. Yeah, and you'll find hundreds. You'll find of them. them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're south of here somewhere. Yes. So. Now, the technical part of that is really cool, and I think that maybe people wouldn't know that right off the bat, that it's yeah. 3D mm-hmm. capable. It, yeah, it, like, makes... if you, So you have to, like, close one eye to see out of one lens, so then it makes one of the images disappear. Got it. So you can see. see. And what's that technique yeah. called? An anaglyph. Anaglyph. Yes. Cool. But I did want to ask, like, I want you to tell us about the piece, like, mm-hmm. what it means to you, what it represents to you. Um, it's It felt like it was kind of a pretty personal piece. So. Yes, very personal. Oh, wait, we met your friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did model. get more friends. Yes. Skipper. Yeah. yeah. Twice. Yeah, I met them great. again today. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, I, I think that um, cis people have a hard time understanding what being trans is like. So I like to uh, use art to express how some of those feelings might feel. And, you know, then art makes people feel things. So maybe they can kind of get a little bit of an understanding. And, yeah. So that's why I made this. So it's kind of like two people. And yes. The, and, and this is the representation. Yeah. Yeah, and when I made this is when I first came out. So it was really hard because it was like, Uh, this person I grew up as I was starting to let go of and becoming who I am now. So, I don't know. It's very special for sure. Well, I think you get that just immediately. Yeah, you feel that. It feels, it feels like a really, it feels like a really personal piece. And I think that that's, Honestly, that's probably why it's on the cover. <laughs> Thank you. Because it feels like a very personal piece. Well, it's personal to you. I mean, and you know. Yeah, well, I relate yeah. to it, obviously. So. 
yeah, it worked out in your favor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, to be fair, I mean, we there were, like, a few covers that we looked at, but this just, like, when I saw it with the text on it, I was like, yeah, holy shit. Well, I love that the color, too. Like, it's a great color yeah. for a cover, you know. You can... Very vibrant. Yep, and all the text, like, pops off of it, yep. and but you can still see what's going on. Yeah. And, yeah. Nailed it. Thank you. So, um, let's hype you up. Like, tell us what your current projects are and where we can find you on social media or web. Okay, I would say Gamer Art Kid on Instagram. Embarrassing Instagram name, but I have to use it for the time being. Other Instagram is uh, Wake Up Elliot. I make clothes and sell them. And so, drop coming soon. I think Kai may have an order for you (laughs) so yeah the other night after we talked to you the first Mm -hmm. time i i have this uh badass jacket that was my dad's like levi's jacket that he bought in like 1981 when Uh he got home from his mission or something you know (laughs) and like as a kid i always always wanted to wear it and it was always way too big Mm -hmm. And now that I'm a real boy, it fits me just perfectly. <laughs> Those shoulders really mm-hmm. just get right But it there. doesn't have pockets. I'm going to make you some pockets. I am a pocket maker. Pocket See? maker. Here we right. go. Yep. The it's world perfect. goes round and round. Uh-huh. Yep, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so if you need any pockets installed. Yes, <laughs> I, I, yes I install pockets and And again, patches. that was... <laughs> What was the clothing handle for your Instagram? Wake Up Elliot. Wake Up Elliot. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. That's cute. Yeah. So you you said you're working on a drop of, of Soon? some clothing. Soon. Yes. I can't tell you when, super secret. Um, I, I just don't it. know. <laughs> I, I wish you could, just so that we could tell the people. I just don't but know. now they're just going to have to go they're follow They're just going to have to go follow me. Exactly. Yeah. How, how crazy. I love it. That <laughs> might be a technique here, a marketing mm-hmm. technique. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. to say? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, you're yeah. easy to pretend it is. <laughs> I'm excited. And you're going to have to put in a custom pocket order. Yep, I'm yeah. putting in a custom pocket request. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have to like post pictures now of the finished product. It's going to be a whole mm-hmm. series. Oh, Wonderful. wow. This is getting serious. Yep, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. I'm curious. I want to know how these pockets turn out. All right. Um, thank you for joining us. And Again. Again. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but yeah, I'm so even... happy that you were willing to come down here. Of course. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties during the yard sale, so it might sound a little better for this interview. Yeah, yeah well, there's no yeah. wind blowing in the background <laughs> right now because we're indoors at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yep. silver linings. Let's focus mm-hmm. on that. And then we all yeah. got to hang out again, and yeah. that's cool. And now Kai placed his pocket order. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win-win. It's a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I want to just spitball? start spitballing. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Toasted Spitball. This <laughs> Toasted. <laughs> hey, remember when that toasted spitball? I'm so glad that you were there for that. It was so gross. Ew. Dude. Wait. There was a person was at a the yard spitball. sale. There was a person who. <laughs> yeah. Or you can say it again. Hopped can... a loogie right next to our tent and spit it out. Is that hawk? It was like. Hawk. <laughs> and then like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turn it that way a little. 
Yeah. That's I don't know. Horsey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I heard a neigh in there. Yeah, so this, this do horses spit? Or is that llamas? Llamas spit. Yeah, horses kind of do that. Okay, <laughs> make that into a sound clip. <laughs> what I wanted to mention was that. We're sitting down with Kai and we're doing another plug for the LQ magazine. Um, since that was the, the big focus, the, the release at the art sale. So we're in your shop. We've got the um, latest edition of the LQ. This That's one by far is the thickest yes. of all the magazines. The most like... Uh, different articles and pieces and um, it definitely is it thicker or are there more people in it there's a this is the same amount of signatures which i learned as a fancy printing term that i have to stay in signatures of four oh. so this is the same amount of pages but this particular edition we specifically requested a few pieces from people which we haven't done before um i wanted to see some more literary work in there rather than and, you know we get we get a lot of great stuff and we've gotten a lot of poetry and things like that but <clears throat> i especially wanted to include some personal essays because october is coming out month and so i felt that it was really important to kind of include some of the voices that are speaking out in our local that queer community talk about coming out and then yeah, yeah that are in a place where they feel comfortable with it and so yeah we did kind of the coming out feature with some personal essays coming out supper yeah um and again and that was with angelica and jess we got to and talk jess. with angelica and jess and so speaking of them we also specifically reached out to them to ask them to contribute a feature on Ogden's queer tattoo culture. And that's about all the prompt I gave them um, was that we wanted it to be on Ogden's tattoo culture. And then we kind of did a call out for some tattoo artists from Ogden to be featured in the article. Um, and each one of those four artists did a flash sheet for us, which um, is really cool because in turn, if anybody gets any of those flash pieces tattooed on them, we get a little bit of a kickback to the zine. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't they've think all we talked about. We that. didn't talk about that. Yeah. So each one of those four artists has either donated a percentage or they're forfeiting their tip. Okay. For the piece That's cool. um, that will be a donation for the LQ. So. Um, but again, like really the purpose of it is to, to support other queer people. You know, we have queer tattoo artists in town. We have queer restaurateurs. We have queer people that do journalism and queer people that take photographs and queer people that work at barista as, as baristas. And, um, so yeah, just kind of trying to, I guess, shine a light on, the queer part of that and um, how you can uplift queer people just in everyday 
life, you know, because we all are just normal people doing normal ass jobs and being members of the community. That does bring me to the other <laughs> point that I wanted to make was that this edition um, was made possible by all the donations, all the um, sales and fundraisers that um, they did for the LQ and didn't have any grant money from the city. Um, all just small contributions from individuals and small businesses. And it's just our local community and, and local queer community coming together to support this project, the LQ. Yeah, it's really cool. And, you know, to that, I do want to say for for um, the first and second edition and what kicked off this project and made it a reality was that we got a grant cycle from Ogden City and we wrote that for two issues, and then, <laughs> like it is, it was way more expensive than we realized once we figured out all the costs associated with it. So for the second issue, in order to kind of get over the finish line, we were able to also get a small grant from Project Rainbow. You know, again, it's it's like part of our whole model and mission that we pay our contributors, so there already has to be a hundred dollars set aside for everyone that contributes to the zine, which that is our biggest expense, obviously. And then editing fees and printing fees. So for this third issue, yeah, as Alex mentioned, it's really cool. Every single thing about it was community fundraised. You know, we did a plant sell back in June where we had people from the community who donated plants, who painted pots, who tried to personalize them so that we could turn around and sell them to put back into the zine. And um, and then we had the coming out supper that the Ogdenite and Lighthouse Lounge put on earlier in October. And both of those events were really successful and raised a lot of money. And like, I don't like to be, you know, f- for this project, there doesn't, I, I don't need to be secretive about how much it costs to put out. Like it costs between 4500 to $5,000 per issue. And so, you know, for us to put out this third one without any big money or grant money, and again, it was propelled because we had those the first time, but to be able to raise to fundraise $5,000 essentially to put this last issue out is I'm, I'm really, it's really humbling. It's really, it's really cool to see Ogden like want it and back it. Every art sale that we've done, we've, there's been a LQ, right? And so watching from the first time until this last one, I feel like there's just more people that were like coming for that specific reason coming to get the LQ. Yeah. So it's just like spreading, you know, like it's just getting bigger and bigger. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I feel like it's like the momentum is reaching further, you know, I, and I see that with, I've, I had, I had three different, small businesses reach out today and say, Hey, I want to carry that, which is really nice to have other people because essentially by being a small business saying, I want to carry this, 
in a way you're fundraising for me for free (laughs) and um to continue on to do a project like this where there's not a lot of like personal kickback for us like of course we're getting a little bit out of it um and we're getting a lot out of it in terms of like contributing to our community but really at the end of the day it's mostly a passion project and so to see other people from the community step up and try to uplift it and try to propel it forward is really it's really saved it honestly because I've for sure had moments of like this is really exhausting and I don't know if I want to do this anymore and that's just being real like projects get overwhelming and yeah I mean I've for sure had moments of like hey I don't really want to do this anymore and then when you see like people that are donating time and resources and you know I was absolutely just blown away by that event that the Ogdenite organized on our behalf and yeah just things like that like it reminds you that people really do give a shit about what you're doing and um it's making a difference to somebody and of course that sort of fuels a desire to continue (laughs) yeah and just seeing people walking into our tent and like getting excited about getting there to get their copy that was really fun like Well, and, like, the tangible media thing, I think there is something to that when you can touch and feel and look at something. Mm -hmm. It's different, right? Because every one of these artists could have put this stuff on their Instagram or a website or whatever to just present themselves by themselves. But they wanted it in here. Like, they wanted it in a print format and they wanted to do it this way. And I think that's... You know, it's and obviously they got a hundred bucks, but like that's cool. I think it's they different. Got published. Yeah, yeah, it's published. You know, it's out there in the world, and there's only so many copies, right? And there's only, yeah. I think that's cool. You're creating something that is what it is, and it's here and gone in however long that takes, and it's not forever on the internet. It's like no, in this form, this is how you get it. And we've talked about that and we've actually had a decent amount of questions about that. Like, are you going to do a digital version? And Lisa and I have gone back and forth about it. But like, I am a print, like I am a physical print guy. guy. I'm a record guy. Like, and I've always been that way. Like, I don't, I don't like to read books on an iPad. Like I, I want to get my sweaty paws all over its pages like I just (laughs) we've talked about the sweaty paws they all know about your sweaty paws so what are the plans for the future like what does the LQ what's what's coming down the pipeline is there anything planned or did you get any like fun motivating things out of this latest issue because you've talked about having struggles with like the amount of time it takes to put it together and everything like have you found some new light shining on it that maybe you didn't uh, notice before or what do you see in the future of the LQ so I mean even just today I've had and you know today okay so we released it on Saturday today's Monday today's the first day that it has been available to walk into a store and buy, you know, the yard sale was like a special event thing. So today's it's like official 
in-store date, I guess. Um, and, you know, as I've mentioned before, I've already had multiple small businesses reach out to say we want to stock this on our shelves. I've had so many people, like, sharing it online and, you know, artists sharing their their pieces that got published in it. And I've had multiple people reach out, like, how can I help support you? So to me, I'm like, okay, maybe this looks like maybe I have a street team of volunteers that wants to help do some like real grassroots fundraising. This is all just kind of spit, spitballing. This is toasted (laughs) spitballing. I don't know, but like, I, what I do know is that this is a community effort. It's a community project, and the only reason that it has made it to where it is right now on Edition 3 is because a lot of other people have just seen a place where they can step in and help out and have done so, and that's the only reason why it continues, and I think that will be what continues to continue it. Ooh, I like that. So if you want to, you know, see more editions of the LQ, then you need to get the word out to other people. Like, obviously, you're listening to this podcast and you might have a copy of this, but maybe your friends don't or, you know, like. And we do mail orders. We'll ship it to anybody, anywhere. I'm shipping to Canada. I'm shipping to Ireland. I'm shipping anywhere in the U.S. Like. I'll ship you one. It's all, um, the shipping will be whatever it costs me. And then the zine itself is always donation based, pay what you can. Uh, we want to make it available to anyone and everyone, no matter what their financial status is. to say Kai I was really hoping that I would get to see like a drawing from you in there (laughs) some poetry maybe from like middle school maybe Kai was the one that um spray painted those rocks by our house oh my god oh shit nope it wasn't me listen it's all just a bunch of wieners now you're gonna now you're gonna (laughs) get me on so I should spray paint a wiener for the next edition of the OQ god what is with I don't know who does it. I'm not going to generalize, but there's nothing better to spray paint than a giant boulder at the trailhead. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I gotta draw a wiener somewhere. Right. (laughs) And then it's a wiener. And it's like, all right. Cute. I think I've seen, is it in green spray paint? Yeah. I've seen it recently. (laughs) All right. I want your spray painted wieners in the next issue of the. Okay. I'll be working on it. I'll be working on it. No, I like 
all jokes aside, I have said, you know, my wife, Lisa, she does um, photography and she's really good at it. And I've said, like, why don't you put a piece in? It would be really cool. I, I've thought about, like, contributing a recipe because I've always wanted somebody to contribute an original recipe because I find that very artistic, but I haven't had any submissions yet. So maybe I'll just submit my we own. You gotta hype the recipe angle. Yeah. Maybe if I put my own original right, you'll recipe start in trend. the next, then other people will be like, Oh, recipes are artistic. <laughs> recipes are. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I will submit a recipe for the next. Please one. do. Please, please do. I would be stoked about that. I keep, like, anytime people are like, what kind of submissions are you looking for? I always mention recipes. Okay. And I never <laughs> get any. No, I I'll do. I want to be cooking a bitch, all I'll right? Do, I'll do recipes without any measurements. Oh, a pinch <laughs> or, of this no, no. and a dose of this. You'll do a recipe like those blogs where you have, like, five paragraphs <laughs> like, of, like, your childhood My great-great-grandfather died in a war. And then his dog's name was Spot. And one day, Anyways. Spot <laughs> <laughs> went to town... <laughs> and stole eggs right in his mouth. He put them right in his mouth, and my dog so Spot. Gentle. And he brought <laughs> them right back. Em. He didn't crack them. And then that's how I made these cookies. So I have to just say right now that this vibe feels really good. I'm, yeah. I'm digging this vibe right now. Hey, this is your chop. It's very silent. Yeah. It's like really, really it's quiet. very quiet. Yeah. Which is surprising with all the windows. I know. You think it would travel in but it doesn't really i mean you can kind of hear it in the headphones but just the cars really. rolling by and yeah. stuff just the ones that turn up their, their music, music really loud yeah. they're like oh it's lavender vinyl <laughs> <laughs> i'm listening to slipknot you got any slipknot in there <laughs> you can just insert my horse noise right <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be inserting your horse noise <laughs> in a lot of things. <laughs> God damn. I hope it was my best effort. You know what? You don't even need to do a retake. That's how confident it was, it I am. Was it was good. Yeah, it was good. I, I shut up. I was like, oh. <laughs> There's no And horse. I looked at her and I'm like. <laughs> Lisa's going to have a. Quite the surprise. Yeah, when she quite the surprise. <laughs> in the microphone. Uh, it just felt so good in the moment. Felt right. <laughs> felt right to me in the moment, honey. What can I say? We are missing Lisa. Lisa is like being a boss bitch, like she does, and training for a marathon right now. Which she's ten days away from running. Yeah, so she's like in the depths. Of what I would call hell, but she enjoys it, so it's fine. It's not hell to her. It's not hell for her, but she is in the depths of her training, and our poor Border Collie Blanche is along for the 10-mile ride <laughs> today. And he needs to expend that energy. Yeah, he's crazy. 